our saints, you may be seated. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> mind my, don't mind my voice today. I have a little raspiness from my allergies. Praise the Lord. It's good to see everyone here this morning. Praise God. So we are going to go straight into the word of the Lord. And I'm going to be teaching today from Luke 19 and verse 13. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Luke 19 and verse 13. Okay, so it says here, And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy until I come. Praise God. That kind of just stuck out to me. <clears throat> Occupy till I come. Reminds me of us, praise the Lord, how we are to occupy that time and do things for the Lord until he comes. So over the years in ministry, <clears throat> I have witnessed some who seemingly had a bright future ahead of them. I mean, people who had special talents, abilities, and opportunities to become spiritual giants. However, I have also seen those same folks that were brought to ruin because of their laziness, attitude, and complacency, wasted potential, because they used those talents for the wrong reasons. Praise the Lord. Now, this scripture details the journey of a man that he was going away on a trip to a far country. But before he departed, he called his 10 workers together and gave each of them a pound, which was approximately probably in today's money, $25. In biblical times, this amount of money was a large amount. So it tells us two things. First, the man was very wealthy. Secondly, his servants were trusted with this. God is trusting us with his word. He's trusting us with our talents so we could use it for him. Now, the Bible says that all the men, all this man asked was for them to invest his money. And I'm certain, I'm certain that a certain percentage would have been theirs to keep as well. But when this man came back from his trip, he excitedly called his investors in to see how everyone had done. Things started off well. The first servant had done some big time investing and he turned his one pound into 11 pounds. The businessman was very well pleased. And the next man also had invested his one pound and turned it into six pounds. Again, the, this man was very well pleased. Now the third man walked in and began to give an account of his pound. Hmm. He began to give excuses about what happened with his pound. And then began to make excuses and tell the businessman the best he could do was just protect the one pound rather than losing it, all of it and he did nothing. So instead of using it, he did nothing. How many people today are wasting valuable time and resources by simply doing nothing? The third servant lacked understanding and he lacked faith. What you don't use, you lose. You've heard that before. And he lost the opportunity to do more because the, the, the man that had used his pound, God increased that and gave him more. So what I'm saying with this is, saints, occupy till he comes. 
This is not referring to occupying a pew or a seat. It's talking about investing your time in the Lord, doing something, working towards the kingdom. How have we been investing our time for the Lord? Let's see what the, what the Lord says in Luke 10, 2. Let's look at Luke 10 and verse 2. He says, therefore, he said unto them, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. So the harvest is plentiful. That means there's so much out there. I mean, things are happening. There's so much out there to do for the Lord. You know, when the farmer goes out to reap, he sows a lot and he's ready to plant more and a time of the year, the season to grow this and to grow that. And his, when his harvest is full, he's able to pluck and sell and do things. So the Lord is telling us the Lord of the harvest. He, the, the harvest is full. There's a lot of things to do out there, but there's not enough workers. And in saying that the harvest is plenty, plentiful means that there's still so much work to be done and so much out there. Witnessing, teaching Bible class, visiting hospitals, nursing homes, prison ministry, park ministry, missions, giving to missions, paying tithes, etc., etc., etc. Working for the Lord, you will receive the best reward. Praise God. The Lord has entrusted us to invest in the kingdom. And we have that responsibility as saints. Praise the Lord. You know, the other day at my job, <clears throat> the insurance people came over because they always come around to offer us uh, the IRA and benefits and everything else for pension and this and that and et cetera, et cetera. And everybody gets all excited to go and put money in this because they're going to get something back. We should get excited to put into the kingdom because we know our reward is coming. Amen, right? <laughs> We know that our reward is going to be more than $10,000, twenty, whatever these, these things give you. But we know that the Lord is going to give us more. We're going to receive crowns. We're going to receive a robe. We're going to see Jesus. Most of all, we're going to see Jesus. Praise God. And, and that's what our reward is. Don't expect for us to get rewarded here because we went and we witnessed with someone and someone is going to pay us back. No, that's not the way it goes. We cannot do things for the Lord and expect interest because God is the rewarder of the faithful. Amen. He's the rewarder. And we need to believe and trust that. Amen. So let's look at Colossians 3, 23 and 24. Colossians 3, 23 and 24. It says, and whatever you do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not to men. Whatever you do for the kingdom, do it as unto the Lord. Don't do it because somebody told you to go preach here and there. No. You do it as unto the Lord and not to men. Teach us a Bible class because you're doing it from your heart. Because you love the kingdom. You love the Lord. Knowing that from the Lord you'll receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. What better inheritance than to get the inheritance from Jesus? I'm not looking for inheritance from my Uncle Tom or whoever passed away. I don't care about any of those things. My reward is in heaven. 
And the reward from the Lord is the greatest reward we're ever going to receive. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. How beautiful to use your passion for the glory of God. Saints, the harvest is ready. Let's occupy. Invest his word in others and your time. And it will process into winning souls for his kingdom. So as you're watering and as you're planting and as you're talking about the word, God will do the increase and there's more people that are going to come. More souls are going to come. And that's what the Lord is giving us back in this investment. His kingdom is growing as we plant. Praise God. We can do this. None of us are not, can say we cannot do this. We all have the potential that we can do this. Because I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Praise the Lord. And we have to believe that, saints, that we can do it. Praise God. So let's look at Matthew 4.19. Praise the Lord. Matthew 4.19. It says, And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Now, did he say to go follow somebody else? Follow Paul, follow John, follow... No. He said to follow him, and he will make you fishers of men. Praise God. He has given us that potential that we can win others. We're going to fish. We're going to plant. We're going to sow. We're going to do a lot of things for the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said here that he will make us fishers of men, and because we have that ability, that gift, that we can bring others to Christ, especially when we receive the Holy Ghost. That's where the investment in saints. Are we going to do nothing, or are, we gonna go, or are we going to invest in sinners? Are we going to keep this truth to ourselves and say, hmm, I don't think I should tell anybody about the Holy Ghost. This is my gift. No, we cannot do that. We have to spread what God has given us. This man told his servants to occupy and do something with the investment he gave them, right? So we have the Holy Ghost, and we're going to use it for the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Praise God. We're going to occupy that Holy Ghost, and we're going to see the increase in the kingdom of heaven. We're going to see saints. We're going to see sinners being saved. We're going to see people coming back to Christ that left the Lord. We're going to invest. Now, Romans 12, 11 says, Romans 12, 11, not to be slowful in business. And slowful means lazy. Not to be slowful in business, fervent in prayer, serving the Lord. I think with these 10 servants, I don't know what happened to the other seven. It only talks about three. But I think that this man that didn't do nothing with his pound was lazy. He had no interest in pleasing his master. The master told him to take this and invest this pound. Go to the bank to see what you could do. Open a CD, you know. <laughs> do something with this so we could see the growth. But I think he was lazy. So the Lord doesn't want us to be slowful. He wants us to be fervent in prayer, serving the Lord. 
He wants us to stay busy and to occupy. Every minute that we have, every minute that we're breathing is a precious moment. Praise God. We need to use each moment and each second into something for the Lord. At my job, there's a lady that cleans the housekeeper. And when I'm making rounds, seeing my patients, she's not just mopping. She's worshiping, praising the Lord. You can hear her singing down the hallway. And I asked her one day, wow, what a way to start my morning. She says, I'm praising my Lord. I'm doing something for the kingdom. Because these people that are walking by her are listening and are asking her about her church. Praise God. You see, she's investing for the kingdom. We cannot be scared. We cannot be lazy. We have to definitely get that boldness out of us and use it for the kingdom of heaven. Praise God. I know when I was a new convert, I used to think that if I sat on the bench in the park, that I was going to hear this voice from heaven telling me, witness now. And I was always waiting for the moment. But that's not the way it goes. <laughs> Praise God. He don't have to be telling us like that. We have it already in us. Praise the Lord. <laughs> He's in us. God is in us. The hope of glory, the Holy Ghost will lead us to all truth. And he will guide us in what to do. Praise God. Praise the Lord for the Holy Ghost that we have him to direct our paths. Praise God. So we're not going to be slowful. No. Praise God. I looked in the dictionary. It says to be slowful is to be lazy. And when you're slowful, you don't want to do any work. You just want to lie around eating bonbons and maybe doze off a little bit. You know? I mean, you know, sometimes we, we might do that, you know, and it's okay. But when it comes to the kingdom of heaven, even Jesus was upset when his disciples fell asleep in the garden. When it comes to the kingdom of heaven, we are not to take those breaks. Praise the Lord. We cannot take lazy breaks. We have to work for the kingdom. Praise the Lord. We got to put it out there because we know that heaven is our home and we have invested in that while we're doing these things here. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Let's not keep truth to ourselves. Like this man that kept the, the pound so he won't lose it. Praise God. He refused to invest as his, command as his master commanded. And let me tell you something. You can have excuses or results, but not both. <laughs> you cannot have both. And when, back in the 1970s, we used to go to Pastor Jones' church in Pompano. And he used to always tell us, this always stays with me, back in the 70s, he would tell us, God will remove all your excuses from you. <laughs> and I think he was right. <laughs> so we cannot have excuses like this man said, that he couldn't do this and he couldn't do that with the pound. God wants results from us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. And those results are what processes after we're invested in his kingdom. Praise God. That's when you see the results. We have to be productive for the kingdom of heaven. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's read Psalms 90, 17. Psalms 90 and verse 17. In, I know it says it different there, but I could read that one. 
And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. So, he's talking about the work of our hands. Praise the Lord. The work of our hands. We have to establish our work. We have to use our hands with all our might so that we can work for the kingdom. How do you use your hands? Feeding the homeless, doing Bible studies, worshiping the Lord, going to see those that are in the hospitals, laying hands on people. Our hands have a big job in the ministry, praise the Lord. Our hands have a big job for the kingdom of heaven, praise God. Yes, Lord, establish that workforce in our hands that we might use them for the work of your kingdom. And though we are still waiting for his coming, we know that for certain that he will return. He's going to return, and he's going to give us our rewards. Don't get slowful and say, well, they've been saying that to us for centuries that he's coming back. I still have some time. I could hang around here and do something else. No. The law has delegated us with responsibilities for the present and will be evaluated at his return. Like this rich man did when he went and then he returned to his servants. Faithfulness now brings proportionate rewards later. Praise God. Don't be depending too much on the IRA because you know what? When we die, our kids are going to have fun with the money anyway. <laughs> so it's better to invest in the Lord's work so we could be with Jesus having fun with him. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Heaven is going to be so beautiful, saints. And it's so much fun to be working for him here in the present. Praise God. It is a beautiful thing to do. So let's look at Ecclesiastics 9, 10. Ecclesiastics 9 and 10. It says, Whatsoever thy hand findest to do, do it with all your might. Praise God. For there is no work, no device, no knowledge, no wisdom in the grave. You know, don't think you're going to be able to work for the Lord when you're in the grave. It doesn't work there. You got to do it now. <laughs> Praise God. You got to do it now while you have a chance. Now while you have breath in your body and you're able to work for Jesus. I see a lot of my patients that are in horrible conditions sometimes. They can't walk, they can't move, they can't move their arms, they're all contracted. And I start thinking, oh, Jesus, please, Lord, keep us, Lord God, working for you. Keep us healthy, keep, give us strength. And you know what? The more you work for the Lord and the more you use those opportunities that the Lord has given you, the more you'll be able to do for him. The less you have to worry about issues and problems and situations because you're concentrating on God's kingdom. I don't want to wait to be in a wheelchair to say, I should have done that for the Lord and I didn't have a chance. That's why our opportunity is now, saints. We don't have the promise of tomorrow. We got to do what we can for the kingdom now. Praise God, because we're living right now at this moment. We don't know what's going to happen a second from now. So work for the kingdom now. Praise God. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 15, 58. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. 
Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Don't deviate from the work of the Lord. I mean, stay focused on the Lord. Keep your eyes on him. Don't say, I'm going to take a detour. I got to stop here and do something else. Be unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain. Our labor for the Lord is not in vain. Praise God. We are looking for that promise and that hope that Jesus will be coming back for us soon and that we will receive our rewards in heaven. Praise God. So, beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. Be ye steadfast. Be faithful. Be loyal. Be, be, un, be with the Lord. Continue in his path. Prayer, fasting, reading the word, witnessing, reaching for souls. Praise the Lord. John 15, 2 says... Every branch in me that bears no fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it so he can bear more fruit. And the servants that were in this story, those, the men that did not bear no fruit, he just took everything away from him and gave it to the next one. So when we bear fruit, he will purge it so it can bear more fruit. You see what I'm saying? So when we bear fruit, God will bless that. He will water it. He will take care of it. And he will give us the increase. Praise God. And we've seen that happen here many times. How the Lord has blessed us with promotions, with new jobs, with money from nowhere. He will bless us because we're working for him. We're his children. He's not going to leave us just sitting there. He's going to bless us. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We have to occupy until he comes. We have to stay busy until he comes. There's no time to be idle. There's no time to think about it. I'll do it next year. No, God wants us to work for him now while we have the chance. Praise the Lord. I know that when I was witness to when I was 15, my mother was always after me to go to church. And I used to always tell her about mom, uh, I think I could do this in three. I saw in three years, I promise I'll come to church in three years. I mean, you can't do that. Praise God. You know, we have to do for the Lord. We can do now. So that way God will bless us and use us while we can. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Pass the word that his word has power. Allow the Lord to use you in a mighty way. Never say, God cannot use me. I can talk. I can read. I can do this. I can do that. Yes, he could use you. Praise God. God is able to open your mouth and give your word for someone. Praise God. God is able to use your hands to lay your hands on someone and pray for them. Praise the Lord. We are all gifted. If we have the Holy Ghost, yes, we are gifted. And we have the power in us. The power of the Holy Ghost that can use us in many ways. And it could reach as far as can it could go. Praise God. 
Use that authority and power over the enemy. And you can win souls when they see the power of the Holy Ghost in you. Transforming their lives. Saints, you got to occupy until he comes. Don't waste a moment. We're living in the last days where the enemy is trying to sift and do his thing. And he's trying to get our children, like Pastor's always saying, he's trying to always get us one way or the other. And if you stop to look around, oh, really? I didn't know that. No. Stay steadfast and immovable and keep your direction on the Lord. Remember what happened to Peter when he took his eyes off Jesus? He started to sink. No, we want to be able to walk on water. Praise God. We want to be able to take a head, the whole of the hand of the master. Praise God. We want to be able to triumph over the enemy and have that victory. Praise the Lord. So I'm telling you today, praise God, to occupy until he comes for us. Praise the Lord. You can stand now. Praise God. Praise the Lord. We're going to say a prayer. And this is your time to um, take a break, use the bathroom, or greet one another. Praise the Lord. And dear Lord, we thank you so much for your word. And we ask you, God, to use us in a mighty way to occupy our time, our talents, and invest in your kingdom, Lord. We ask you, Lord God, to remove fear from us and doubt and use us, Lord, in a mighty way. But we have the power of the Holy Ghost, and we can do this, Lord. We thank you for your saint that came to class today, Lord. Bless them, use them, and encourage them, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we ask you, God, to dismiss us from this Sunday school class. In Jesus' name, Lord, amen. Amen. God bless.